Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is part of Bachelor Nation. She was on season 17, Sean Lowe's season of The Bachelor, and she was on the very first, yes, you heard me correctly, very first ever season of Bachelor in Paradise. My guest today is Daniela McBride. What encouraged you to give The Bachelor just a chance? Like, eh, this could be cool. This could be fun. You know, I was 24 at the time when I decided to go on The Bachelor, and I had just graduated college when I was 21, so I was like a couple years outside of college, and I always wanted to be in the entertainment industry, Um, but then, you know, I wanted to pursue hosting and all. I had those big dreams to do that, but then I was still single, and my friends would always joke to me that, like, you should just go on The Bachelor, so I... True story, had my sister do a quick interview with me with all the questions and did a video. And I got a call the next day after I submitted it. And it was a surreal experience. They flew me out to LA and I was just totally caught off guard. Like I I didn't even think that I would get a call back. Yeah. The first few days, were you anticipating to witness drama at some point since the camera captures a lot of drama between the girls? Like, were you ready for it? Were you ready to watch the drama happen? Yeah, I think for me, it was interesting because I was already in production and entertainment. I was actually casting for infomercials. So I knew a little bit about the entertainment industry, but I truthfully had never watched The Bachelor really before. And I knew it was a really big reality TV show. And I assume when you go to reality TV show that there's going to be drama. Mm-hmm. So when I got on, I... I was actually amazed by like everything was very real. It was just they put us in scenarios that that would make us a little uncomfortable or put us in scenarios with people we didn't really love. Yeah. So and that created drama in that own world. But I mean, they were trying to create a TV show. So yeah. What would you say is something you've learned like? about yourself or just about the entertainment industry and things like that from your bachelor experience? I think the biggest thing I took away from being on the bachelor, if you could believe it, is that I never really was open to love. And I think what the bachelor taught me was that you could just be yourself and be vulnerable and be open and uh, not take things so seriously. And love is out there. Mm -hmm. And I think, after going on The Bachelor, I know as corny as that sounds because you go on The Bachelor and then you think it's just a reality TV show, but you really can't find love out of it. And I think what the producers took out of me was really like my true authentic feelings and like how I I was afraid of being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to be vulnerable and I think it's good to be yourself and someone will love you for that. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing I would say. I, and also on top of that, I brought a lot of lifelong friends like Desiree, who became their bachelorette, and Leslie yeah. Murphy, and they're all my friends for life. Um, and I love her. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, and then I have some friends that were producers who now are my best friends, like Amy Bean. So I, I think for me, it was overall the love experience and then the friendships I took from it. Yeah. Was Desiree on your season? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you ever look and see, like, if you see a picture of, like, Sean and Catherine on, like, Instagram or something, do you ever picture yourself in that picture? Or <laughs> are you like, oh, they're cute together. I'll have a boyfriend now. I'll let it slide. 
Yeah, no, I actually look at Sean and Catherine's photo and I'm like, I'm so glad they picked each other because I would have not been the right pick for Sean Lowe. So I think for me, I look at it and I'm like, I'm so glad they found each other. And I remember actually Catherine was always so um, worried that he wasn't really that into her. And I remember being in on the plane with her going to Montana and we actually got to sit next to each other and I was like, Catherine, I think you could be the one. And she was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I think he really likes you. And then she then was just like totally cut off guard. And then when it happened, I'm like, okay, it all makes sense. Yeah. And they're adorable. They, yeah, and their kids are adorable. Yes. They have really, yeah. really cute. I love it. They have really cute kids. So after The Bachelor, you went on to Bachelor in Paradise. So what made you say yes to doing another <laughs> Bachelor show like Bachelor in Paradise? Paradise for me was a little too, I guess the words in such, or like, you know, everyone's friends and dating each other. And I just wasn't really into that. Yeah. So it wasn't as like, it was completely different. I was into, so I mean, like I got booted day one, which by the way, it was all very produced too, because I was supposed to actually stay, but then they, the producers convinced Ben to give the rose to someone else. So it's fine. Yeah. I didn't know her feelings. I wasn't even into Ben, so um, I'm glad whatever, I, I wouldn't go back. Was it Ben Higgins? No, it was um, Ben Scott. Was oh. on, Par- on Paradise, and I was on uh, the first season ever of Paradise. Oh, wow. Old school, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. There's so many Bens in that Bachelor franchise, that's kind of hard to keep up with which Ben. True. I agree. There's too many bands. I don't, I think I gave up after a couple seasons after me. I was like, I don't, I'm, I can't keep up with all the bands. Oh yeah. There's so many. There's the ones that like always come to my head are Higgins and the one, the the wine one. I don't know how to pronounce his last the name. The other bachelor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who ended his, up with Courtney Robertson, but they broke up. Right. Right. When you did Once Upon a Time, this little bachelor in paradise, uh, did you go into it with a different mindset or were, did you kind of like, oh, I'm another bachelor. Like I'm going to bump into these same people that I know I'm not going to get along with. It's going to be a pain in the ass. I think when I got approached to go on bachelors in paradise, I was excited because I was still single. And I also knew I would go on the show and it was a brand new show. So it was like open to possibilities of just enjoying the journey and meeting new people. And I was super open. Like I was on the bachelor, but I will say bachelor paradise versus bachelor. I had such a better experience on the bachelor versus paradise mm-hmm. I'm all about the bachelor. And I just think paradise wasn't a right fit for me. Do you still watch the show though? Or, or, or no, you know what? I don't. Yeah. I don't either. I gave up after Sean Lowe. <laughs> Right? Because we were the best season ever. <laughs> uh-huh. In what ways has your life changed after your little reality TV show experience? That's a good question, Jamie. Let me think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think... I think it opened me up to learning a little bit more about the entertainment industry and if it was the right fit for me to go down. And I always dreamed of being in it. And I think that when I went on the show, 
things changed because Instagram was just invented and we couldn't even have Instagram. And now, of course, anyone who goes on The Bachelor becomes an influencer and it's just a whole different world. Um, but I think what I learned from that was if I wanted to enter that type of environment, I mean, it was super fun and I had a blast, but I think after The Bachelor in Paradise, I kind of wanted to focus on the entertainment industry, but then focus my career more on the business side. Yeah. Focus more on that. In what ways would you like to expand your platform? that's a thing like I feel like I've become more private now like I don't even post as much as I used to but I should expand my platform more and I know there's like a whole audience out there to Mm -hmm. do that um I love traveling and my boyfriend's like a diehard travel person so I'd love to travel more and and do more you know traveling posts and things like that um, but yeah, I, I'm open to possibility. And I, if there's any inspiration you can give me, <laughs> bring it my way. Maybe like vlogging. Okay. Maybe like vlogging. Cause people, I think just from like, from my generation of like nine, like early twenties, like, I'll, like around yeah. my age, whatever. I feel like a lot of people are into like vlogging and mm-hmm. watching people vlog and getting ideas and TikTok also. TikTok is a huge Especially with this, it's, well, if you want to grab the attention of people between the ages of, like, I don't know, 13 and 50, I would say TikTok is the best way to to, uh, get the attention and grab the minds of people right now to expand platform-wise. That's, that would, that'd be my, uh. I think that's great advice. I think I, I, I thought I would do YouTube for a while and then that's a lot of work and that's why it props to you for editing and all that you do. I mean, it's hard. It's, um, but yeah, vlogging, TikToking, I know I'm going to work on that. Yeah. Vlogging is really, it's very time consuming and the editing is like the, the hardest part, but it's all worth it. Yeah. It's all worth it. Like, I like my podcasts are all worth it, even though it's only audio. What do you love most about connecting with people on social media? Um, I think that on social media, it connects you to a world of people that you don't know, but that you might relate to, you know? Like yeah. Something you know, really tough, or maybe, you know, you're starting a family, or maybe you're, you just bought a house, um, you know, there's every person for anything on social media. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm actually a big fan now of YouTube. I think it's super, whenever I like want to look up something, instead of reading about it, I like to YouTube it because I feel like you can get really good vlogs, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, vlogs, and uh, you can learn another thing about TikTok is there's all these life hacks. Right, or cooking. Like, I just want to cook something. Let me just Google lasagna. Yeah. (laughs) For years and years and years and years, I've always wanted to learn how to make the Olive Garden breadsticks, and I went on TikTok, and I found a recipe, and I tried it, and they taste identical. Wow. That sounds really good, by the way. Oh, it's... I know. It's the best. What is your favorite social media platform? I get, well, Instagram, I love. I yeah, just same. love photos. 
I love looking at Instagram. I, I will admit, like, I get a bit of an addiction with it. So Me too. I think they get better. I'm sure everyone does. It's like when you wake up, you want to look at it. Yeah. I, I think it's a great platform. And I also love YouTube. Like I said, there's yeah. so much on YouTube. Yeah. I, yeah, I would agree with you. Instagram's the first app I open when I wake up in the morning. Right. After turning off on my alarm, it's Instagram. First thing, always. Yeah. What are some ways the pandemic has impacted you both personally and professionally? Uh, personally, I bought a house. So, yeah, so it was a big life change for me uh, with me and my boyfriend. We bought a place together and I, it's great. We were up in the mountains and um, we're still in Los Angeles area and it's great to just own your own home and yeah. be able to like get cool furniture and you know feel like an adult yeah you know, in my early 30s so I feel like now's the time to be an adult a little bit mm-hmm. um, I think going to what your question was about the pandemic I think one thing I learned from it all and the biggest thing that I think that I hope that our planet and people learned was that I think we stopped for a lot of people stopped, not all, but I think most people stopped thinking about the fresh air, the birds, the animals, mm-hmm. the nature. We were just destroying it by always just, you know, going around with our engine cars and putting fuel into the environment. And I think this is a wake up call. I know that it's horrible and a lot of people died and there was a whole pandemic of, you know, it was a disaster, you yeah. know, but Aside from that, I think the message I learned was that we we can all get through it. And if you have people around you that you love and you think about the little things in life, like earth and, you know, making sure we're helping the environment. Yeah. I think that was the biggest wake up call to me with everything. Oh, totally. It's like, hello, there's all these things that you never noticed until just now. It took you a whole pandemic to realize all these things are happening. Yeah. And I think in India, it was like, there was so much pollution before. And then all of a sudden the Himalayan mountains, people were able to see and all these, uh, you know, different places like birds came out that never came out before. And it was just a wake up call to people that like, let's just slow down a little bit and like enjoy being healthy, enjoy being with the people we love. And yeah, that's really what I took from it. I think. Oh yeah. What is something it could be whatever you want. It's very, this is a very general question. You would like to maybe improve on as time as the pandemic is sort of coming to an end and like real life slash back to normalcy is the lights at the end of the tunnel. Um, more hobbies, I yeah. think for myself and reading more, I have a really hard time reading because I get distracted <laughs> and I love like looking at Instagram and YouTube instead. So I'd like to just be more calm and chill and, enjoy the little things and and hopefully read a little bit more (laughs) I like it yeah I'm the same thing about I have maybe read two books in the past like five years I'm so bad I'm the same as you yeah I barely was able to keep my pages open in high school it's hard you know when you're a creative person it sounds like you are definitely that and I feel like that's my background and it's just like when you're so you just want to like look at videos or you want to you know things that are a little bit more exciting that's just reading yeah that's important yeah it's like especially when you're are you a very visual person mm-hmm. it's like when you read a book and there's no pictures and it, you, it's like you have to create the pictures on your own but like 
You want to see the picture in order to make sure you're visualizing it correctly. Right. What's what's your favorite board game growing up? Oh my gosh. I think the only board game that comes to mind that I actually did play with my family was Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. But that's so boring and standard. So I played Monopoly Junior. <laughs> yeah, I probably something like that I'm sure I played. Yeah. I used to play Disney Princess Monopoly Junior with my mom when I was like six. What was the last photo you took on your phone? I think, um, yeah, probably a photo I took working out. Ah. How old were you when you found out that Santa wasn't real and how did you find out? I actually don't remember what age I was when I realized Santa wasn't real. But I remember just being so not convinced that he wasn't real. I was like, he has to be real. Like, I saw him in the chimney. I swear he existed. (laughs) And I think your mind as a kid, you get so caught up in imagination that you think they really do exist. But I don't know. Maybe it was like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? I think I love um, cookie dough. <laughs> Ooh, I almost bought that the other day at the grocery so store. Good. Now you're making me want to go get it, Jamie. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I was at the grocery store, was it yesterday? And I had like cookie ice cream sandwiches with, it was chocolate chip cookies wow. with cookie dough ice cream in, the, in between the two at the grocery store. I, like, want to go eat one right now. <laughs> it's like you walk down the, the ice cream aisle for me. I don't know about you, but you walk down and you feel like you're just going to start drooling because of all of the, the just magicalness that is ice cream. Right. I love – yeah, I actually have never been a huge ice cream fan. I was more of, like, a frozen yogurt person. I like Froyo, too. Mm-hmm. It's been a minute but since I've had I, it. But I lately, it. I've been into ice cream. Mm-hmm. I think it changes the different age each time. I don't know. Do you ever get overwhelmed when you go into, like, an ice cream store and you're like, I don't know what to get. I don't know what what toppings I should get. I don't know what flavor I should get. Help me. I don't know what to do. The first thing I think is don't get too much. So then, like, which one is the one scoop that I should actually get? Yeah. So it's more that. I just don't want to eat too much. Yeah. What has been your favorite tourist attraction that you've ever been to? Um... Gosh, that's a hard one, too. Um, like, it has to be a tourist attraction, or could it be, like, a country? Or... It can be what I, yeah. I just, I didn't make, I just wrote the question down. You can, you can take it however you want to take it. There's a special uh, bond I have with Bali. Um, I got to go there for a wedding, and I just found it, like, one of the most magical spiritual places I've ever been. And um, it was just... The people were so kind. The ocean was so beautiful. There was jungle everywhere, rice fields everywhere. Um, so for me, as like a like a tourist place to go, I loved Bali, Ooh. and I it was such a great experience. Ooh, that place! I've seen it on the internet, and it looks cool. Like waterfall, everything you'd imagine with like a tropical island. What is something that makes you laugh really hard? oh my gosh it's so tough I actually I laugh a lot with my boyfriend but I laugh a lot when I like watch something really funny 
but I, I, there's a lot of things that aren't funny to me. So it's hard to like pinpoint what makes me really laugh. That's a really good question. What's normally the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes and what's the first thing that happens? The first thing that happens is I lean over and grab my phone, which is so bad. (laughs) I do the same thing. I do the same thing. So yeah, no, I wake up, I realize I'm up, and then I look over to grab my phone to see what time it is. (laughs) I do the same thing. Because sometimes I've just been, and lately I've been waking up really early, so. Yeah. It's like you wake up, you check the time, then you go on Instagram. Yeah. What? is something that easily distracts you. Easily distracts me. Oh, I know this sounds so crazy, but (laughs) if I'm somewhere in public and there's like a real relationship fight going on, I like am so into it. Like I have to stop what I'm doing and just like kind of listen or watch or like sneak and hear what they're saying because I find it so fascinating. Like, why are they arguing? And why are they arguing in public so everyone knows? Like, yeah. I just, that distracts me. TikTok. You'll see a bunch of those on TikTok. You'll sit and watch really? them for hours. <laughs> you will sit for hours and just be watching people fighting. What is something you maybe would want to start someday that you haven't done yet? What would I like to start someday that I haven't done yet? I think it would be cool to, um, like you were talking about earlier with your social platform, build something where I can connect with others. So maybe Mm -hmm. it's an organization or maybe it's like a nonprofit or something where you're connecting people, doing similar things that you're doing. I think that could be very interesting and I think could be really fascinating with like a life goal for myself in some type of give back way too. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I sometimes feel like I don't give back enough. I'm kind of self-involved and just focus on me and my friends and my family. But I think it'd be cool to do something different outside of my box. Cool. I like it. Once again, I've been speaking with Daniela McBride from season 17 of The Bachelor and the very first season of Bachelor in Paradise. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm chatting with entrepreneur Jackie Fay.